we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is sponsored by American Express. Now, you guys know that the Bay Area holds a special place in our hearts, and it's a vibrant city with tons to see and do. The art, sports, food, but the people what makes the city very unique. There's a few must-stop places you have to see, so you know we're going to set you up right. So we have a few ideas for the best way to experience the city. Well, yeah, you know I'm from Northern California, actually born right next to the Bay Area. Give a chance to play out here twice uh, was amazing, and, and, and one thing I always liked, out the Bay Area was the food spots. Uh, what are some of your favorite food spots? I know you're a big shellfish fan, so you're always eating crab and shrimp. Uh, any places come to mind? Yeah, me being a Southern boy, I always, you know, was was a, was a fan of crab and uh, seafood. But coming out to the Bay, man, I, I experienced it in a whole different way. I think uh, the first time I ate crustacean, I think uh, the garlic crab and the garlic noodles was a different experience to me that I fell in love with. And uh, I, th- I think it's one of my favorite spots out there also. Uh, I got a chance to go to a spot called uh, Aliotto's, Frank White. Oh, our, our homeboy Frank White is by Aliotto's. Great Italian food, great crab and seafood. So definitely my top, uh, my number one place to go is uh, crustaceans in the world. Yeah, I was always really big on breakfast, uh, but I actually got a crustacean story too. So it was right when I started dating my ex-wife. I took her to crustaceans in San Francisco. We were living in Alameda at the time, and I forgot my wallet. So we went up, we ate. I didn't realize I had my wallet. I had to go downstairs and literally scrounge like a hundred. I remember the hundred to ten dollars. I was able to find a hundred ten dollars in twenties, fifties, ones, change just to pay the bill. So great meal. Had to hustle to get it paid for. But I was really big on the breakfast spots, man. Uh, Brenda's sweet maples. If you ever stop by there, make sure you get the steak, egg, and potato breakfast. Second to none. Plus they got the million dollar bacon. Which I know you <laughs> love, Jack. Back in our playing days, I remember we went out. Maybe six or seven of us went to a restaurant. Uh, one person there was our teammate, Aaron Davis. Uh, it was a nice little Italian restaurant right across the street from his house. And I remember he didn't want to pay. Uh, <laughs> Elder fans, what happened after? Yeah, man. You know, it was one of those nights. You know, we always go out to you after the games. We was one of those teams that really started the real brothers on and off the court. We went everywhere together. So. You know, it was a night out to beat. You know, it was Baron Davis. Baron Davis turned to pay. Well, he didn't want to pay. He faked like he didn't have his wallet. We had to pat him down like we were the cops. Finally, ended up buying his wallet. He still was complaining about paying the bill. Uh, so we ended up putting all our Amexes in the hat. Everybody had to put the Amexes in the hat. And uh, we let the waitress pick who was going to pay since BD was giving us a hard time. Well, coincidence, she pulled his car and he ended up paying anyway. <laughs> so... He tried to get out of paying, but you know, we all take our turns, but that's BD, man. But he had to pay that night, and I think the bill was kind of nice. Yeah, absolutely. Classic warrior moments off the court. Well, man, recently we hit the Bay, man, our second home, man, and was able to to spend some time with one of the future stars of the Bay Area, man, LaRussell, uh, really get, get a t- uh, chance to go to the pergola. That's what he calls his backyard and the stage. 
really the chance to, to to be around his family. Uh, we had a great experience with a dope breakfast spot called Momo's. You remember that? You remember Momo's, Matt? It was a great experience. I mean, first of all, thank him and his family for welcoming us. Uh, his mom, his dad, his family was there. Obviously, the pergola. You don't know the pergola. Google it. It's a spot in his backyard in the heart of Vallejo where he has the whole entire city come and listen to him perform. So we got a firsthand experience with that. Give a chance to interview him, uh, meeting his friends and family, and really his all inner workings of his team. It really reminded me of Nip on uh, his independent push in this record space, the uh, creativity behind getting his music out there. Um, as you mentioned, Momo, some of the best breakfast potatoes I've had in my life. They so good, make you want to slap your mama. Uh, <laughs> man, we had a great time out there, man. But uh, big hats off to uh, Russell in the city of Vallejo for welcoming us. Good company. Yeah, the one thing that I really found special about Russell and his team was just everything is in-house. From music production to ticket sales to having concerts in his own backyards. That showed me how important it is for stuff like that to continue to happen, where he's doing a lot of Black-owned in-house stuff. Well, I, I call that the LeBron effect. You know, we talk about how LeBron is the only basketball player in history to get it right, to bring his friends along, put him in position to succeed, and we all win together. I think that's, I call that the LeBron effect, and that's what LaRusso is doing. All these people that he grew up with, uh, everybody has a talent. You, like you say, everybody could be a star in their own role. And it's, it's, it's super dope that, that, that he's taking that same, that same blueprint and doing it with good company. Everybody around him that has a talent to use. And, you know, he, he's benefiting from it all. And, and they're all winning together. And I think that's, that's the best thing you could do, man, because, you know, if you're not putting somebody up in what you're doing, and I think, you know, like I said, LeBron is a blueprint and everybody else is taking them. The Russell's doing a great job at it as well. I think you made a great point, too. I mean, remember when he introduced his whole team, there was nobody that hung around. Everybody he introduced, and there was at least 15 to 20 people had, like you said, a talent and a job, and, and yeah. he was part of the bigger picture of what he was trying to build out there. So home run is it, something they're big on. Black owned is something they're big on. And obviously, I think that's going to be the key to his success that continues to, to elevate in this music space. One thing that is is different for me, you know, being from here and out here is is the musical inspiration that the Bay Area draws, drawn all the way back from Tupac, saying that, that that the Bay gave him a lot of his game to the greats like E Forty, uh, Too Short, Rest in Peace, Mac Dre, all that music and all that energy is really entrenched in the entire Bay Area. It's just a different world out here. When I say the Bay is different. They don't know what I mean, but talk to people how how, how the bait is different with the energy and, and and the inspiration they draw from their music out here. You know, well, I mean, for me, I mean, every every you know culture, or I say every every side of the map has that has their own style of music. But the being on the West Coast and the Bay, you know, it's this a lot of people consider it all the same. But for me, I know the difference because I grew up on the Bay music. I grew up on East Party. I grew up on Spice One. I grew up on Mac Mall. Uh, I grew up on all that, uh, all, all that, uh, the click. I grew, I grew up on, grew up on all that music. So the, the bass sound was definitely something that, that's in the soundtrack of my life. And it was, it was coincidental. It was just odd that I was able to play out there and, and you know, have some success in basketball. But the bass music, that, that all sound, it was just a different sound that, that's, that's been standing alone for forever. 
I guess that sound the E part and and the, and, the, and the click and the spice one was the was the block sound. You know what I'm saying? The sound that we all that we all love to that to, to listen to on the block growing up for barbecues and stuff like that. And uh, it it was big in the South, whether a lot of people know it or not, man. So uh, you know the Bay the Bay Area uh, music thing has touched a lot of people worldwide. But me speaking from the South, bro, I think uh, it, it's almost bigger than our own music. Yeah, it was a huge inspiration. You know, obviously too short and and what you brought from the Oakland area. And when I tell people the energy in the Bay is different, I, I think obviously it's, it's inspired by the music, but you just have to be in it and feel it to really understand it. It's hard to explain, but you know, it, there's a huge difference from the Bay Area in LA or the Bay Area of Sacramento, just the Bay Area is really a standalone place with great music, great food, great people all different kinds of ways to get around the city. Uh, and it's really something you have to experience yourself to fully understand how feelable it is. I mean, one thing that's uh, very special to me about the Bay is is the way you're able to move around. You know, as a child, I was all around on my bike or walking. Um, you know, I've helicoptered around the city. Obviously, taking cars is, is norm, but there's trains. One form of transportation, uh, that was new and crazy to me was riding the BART out here. My girl at the time was from Oakland and we took the BART from Oakland to San Francisco and I didn't know how we were going to do that. Uh, there's like an underground tunnel under the water to get you to San Francisco. Yeah, we had a great experience on the boat uh, traveling from downtown San Francisco all the way to Marin City with a former teammate of mine. Um, tons of beautiful views and uh sights uh what were some of your favorite ways to move around outside of just normal transportation in a car when, when you were at the bay for me matt you know i didn't i didn't travel much but but by car uh and bus i mean you know i remember one time we drove from from the game uh you know when we played sacramento the kings we used to drive back and forth uh so you know i, I remember those bus rides those quick bus rides for me man i used to enjoy Pulling my Rolls Royce out, man, hitting that yeah. bridge, hitting that bridge, man, seeing oh. that beautiful bridge and that beautiful, that beautiful skyline, and that, and that fog and mist sitting over the city, man. I used to love doing that, going over there uh, to the city and going to Houston, getting something, to eat, going to those restaurants we talked about. You know, I think that that's that's something you want to experience. You want to be able to, you know, what I mean, to to get behind that wheel on a nice Sunday, it hit that bridge and, and just and just see that beautiful scenery, man. See Alcatraz and all that. So for me, I think that was that was that was something I really enjoyed being in the Bay. Top down or top up? I was I was I was for the hard top. I, I wasn't top down, but you know I I I I would cruise at a low speed yeah. so you can feel me as I'm riding. <laughs> you know, obviously the one thing that really sticked out to a race was that boat ride, and you know being able to stop out there and seeing how therapeutic. Being on that water was seeing all the amazing houses, uh, seeing how big bridges are, just kind of really understanding that you know the, the bay is just special. You know, being able to drive right by Alcatraz, it's really getting this feel again the history and the significance um, of the bay. And you travel for me is always something special. These epic experiences are nothing without a plan and can be elevated with American Express. Amex offers invaluable experiences for many travel, dining, and entertainment needs for you to take a break from your everyday grind. The adventure doesn't end here. You can listen to what's going on down in Miami, New York City, 
and over the Black Effect Presents show feed. To create your own epic experience and learn more about the Elevated Membership, go to AmericanExpress.com slash Elevated Membership. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 